your home of the pins and the best pins coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh, an iHeart Radio station. Break the Did you know Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, had a kid with Sally Wigan of Channel 4? It's true. It's damn true. I just retweeted photographic evidence. Eric Reed, ex of the San Francisco 49ers, is a pretty good safety. He can't get a job in free agency, and it's probably because he took a knee from the National Anthem alongside Colin Kaepernick, and now no team wants that headache. For that matter, Colin Kaepernick still can't get a job. Johnny Manziel was a first-round pick in 2014 and was out of the league after 2015 and will never play in the NFL again. He was a pain in the ass and a drunk too often and for too long. None of these guys should elicit sympathy. Not Reed, not Kaepernick, not Manziel. These are very different situations. Reed and Kaepernick did what they thought was right and had every right to do so. Manziel was just an ass. But they all made their beds, and now it's time to lay down. Playing football is not a God-given right, nor is it included in the Constitution. This is about the discretion of the employer. Sex isn't involved. Sexual orientation isn't involved. Religion isn't involved. Race isn't involved. Age isn't involved. Ain't no isms for anybody to cite, it's just that nobody wants to employ these guys and nobody can inf- can force the employers to do otherwise. Yo, Eric, Colin, Johnny, I hope you saved your money. No problem for Manziel. He was born rich. Texas oil money. Guess what, guys? You just made the list. Manziel threw at San Diego University's Pro Day yesterday. Not because teams wanted to see him, but because the receivers on hand needed somebody to throw to. Nobody wants Manziel. Nobody. You know, Baker Mayfield, the Oklahoma quarterback, I think he has a touch of the Manziel to him. Not as bad, but it's there. I hope he learned from Manziel. I wonder. I hope he did. I think he'll be better than Manziel, given chance. That is, if he gives himself the chance. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. I keep getting these tweets. Why are you talking about Pitt? Talk about the Penguins. Okay, idiots. Call up and talk about the Penguins then. Haven't we beaten some of those subjects to death? The NHL scout told me Wednesday night the Penguins just want the playoffs to start tomorrow. Me too. Also, you should call because it's your last chance to talk to me for a week, over a week. I am off every day next week. I'm going to Vegas, not doing any shows from there. Tim Benz will be filling in, I think, for four of the days. And then Adam Crowley, the up-and-coming radio sensation, will be filling in on Friday. You know who I ran into last night? I hope I get his name right. I asked him his name again, but I I didn't write it down, and I have a bad memory being old and crazy. Doug Hurth, my radio idol, the best radio guy in Pittsburgh history, Uncle Dougie. He used to have like a Friday roundtable 
where he'd bring in friends and people he knew and then just have this discussion all day. I should do that, except I don't have any friends. And a guy named Bob Sebastian, I think that's his name, uh, said hello to me last night at uh, Alpha Ice Complex in Harmerville, and he was one of the panel. It was really nice to kind of, you know, talk to somebody who was, you know, involved with Uncle Dougie, and, uh, well, I sure do miss Doug Hearth. I wish there was more recorded stuff of him on the radio around. There's a little bit of stuff on YouTube, but he was just magic. But, you know, just to show that sometimes being good isn't enough, Doug never got great ratings. He was solid, but not great like me, to be perfectly frank. He made good money, but not like me, to be perfectly frank. But he was better than me. He was more charismatic, more knowledgeable on more subjects. He wasn't sports. He was general talk. He was brilliant. And he clicked but never caught fire. And I always wondered why that was. And it just goes to show, I mean, I am grateful I've been successful because, you know, I figured it out, and that's why. But Uncle Dougie figured it out, too, and, you know, did well. He did well, and he was brilliant. I mean, when I say somebody, think about this. When I say somebody's better than me, I mean, my God. In fact, let me let me think of all the guys in Pittsburgh radio besides Doug Hurth who have been better than me. Oh, yeah, nobody. And that includes Double Yoy, even on his sober days. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. You, you know what's going to be sad? I'm going to be frustrated. I, I posted the latest trailer for Cobra Kai. And if you don't know what that is, you'll remember the movie from, was it 1984, somewhere in there? The Karate Kid, maybe 88, The Karate Kid. And the two main characters, well, one main character, Daniel LaRusso, played by uh, Ralph Macchio, and then Johnny Lawrence, his opponent in the final of the All-Valley Karate Championship, played by William Zabka. Yep, 1984, like I figured. Uh, you know, they're they're playing the same role as adults, and, and Johnny Lawrence tries to start up the Cobra Kai dojo again, and uh, Ralph Macchio... Uh, Daniel LaRusso doesn't want him to. And Daniel LaRusso is like a rich car dealer because he rode the wave of popularity for winning the karate championship. And uh, Johnny Lawrence is just this dot-and-out drunk karate guy. So, But it's on something called YouTube Red. You can watch it online. I have no idea what YouTube Red is or how to watch it. It premieres May 2nd. I'll have some time to figure it out. Watch the trailer. If you saw those Karate Kid movies... You'll think it's unbelievable. As I said a bit ago, when you watch the trailer, I don't know if it's satire or if it's serious and thus unintentional satire. But it's just brilliant. I love what I've seen. It's absolutely brilliant. Let's go to Luke in the car. Luke, you're on with Mark. Man. What's up? Hey, I just wanted to talk about the playoff matchup. Between Philadelphia and Columbus, it seems to me that I'd prefer to have Philadelphia. Uh, however, you got this 10-game win streak, I think, with Columbus. Don't you think maybe they could be popping a little too soon? Um, you know, for them, maybe the playoff race already started because they got to get in their wild card. But I don't know. If they well, well here, I'd, I'd, to make your long uh, answer short, I'd rather play Philadelphia than Columbus for one yeah, reason. Philadelphia has horrific goaltending. There you go. Uh, Columbus, I mean, Bobrovsky's played poorly against the Penguins in the playoffs, but he's still Bobrovsky. 
I mean, for someone like Peter Morazic or Brian Elliott, if he gets healthy, to play well enough to beat the Penguins in, in back of that slow-footed defense, a slow beyond, you know, except for Provorov and Gostas Bear, I can't imagine. I absolutely can't imagine the Flyers winning that series. But then again, I couldn't imagine the Flyers would beat Pittsburgh back in 2012, too. But this is a much more mature, battle-hardened team. In 2012, the Penguins just went to pieces when the Flyers started their shenanigans. Then again, I'm not sure the Flyers have shenanigans in their DNA. Well, I mean, Gudas and a couple other guys, but they try to play hockey. And I'll say this for the Flyers. They can score. They can fill it. Let's go to our good friend, the Hebrew Hammer. Hammer, very quickly. Hey, how are you? Good. Yakshamash. Hey. Hey, you know what? I wasn't going to call because I'm sick of Pitt and I'm sick of the Penguins until the uh, playoffs. But you mentioned Doug Hurth, and I remember that from my childhood, his name. And uh, he had a distinct voice and uh, style. My question to you is, do you think you could make the transition ever to a general talk? Could I? Yes. Uh, do I want to? No. Yeah, but don't you get just sick of talking about Pitt and the Steelers and the Penguins? Yes. Uh, you're right. I guess I. In fact, you know what? Starting right now, this is a general talk show. What do you think? I think it's great, and I'll listen to the rest of the show. I mean, you seem to be well versed on music, and um, well, yeah, but my know, scope's uh, narrow. Like, if I would have to talk to like music that's out there right now, besides Greta Van Fleet, I'd be kind of stuck. Yeah, you're a super genius, though. You could dig up new conversations and new topics, and you could really have it going. You know, those Greta Van Fleet kids are selling out everywhere they go. Everywhere. Yeah. And they're like they're like all like late teens. The oldest one's twenty one. Yeah, I've been to four of their shows and uh, Oh you haven't. No, I haven't. I don't even know who they are. That's your cue. Uh, this is the Hebrew Hammer and you're listening to one oh five nine DX. Whammy. It's now time to ask Mark anything. You dial four one two. 333-WXDX, and you ask Mark anything. That number again, 412-333-WXDX. This is Selena Gomez, and you're listening to Mark Madden, the super genius, on 105.9 X. Time now to ask Mark anything, brought to you by Chapino Restaurant and Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and chop house, and it's located in the Strip District. Let's go to Greg in the car. Greg, ask Mark anything. Hey, so, question, um... The season of Ray Donovan with the NFL team in Los Angeles and Katie Holmes, do you think that's the plot about her husband having the affair with another man? Do you think that was a subtle nod to, like, her real-life situation with Tom Cruise? I never thought of that till right this second. We should keep in mind that her husband had an affair with uh, her father, correct? Her father, but still, another man, another man. That's, I'm not thinking any further than that. See, the way I interpreted that was... She married her husband to be a beard for her father. You know what I mean? Hey, why is this guy always around while he's married to my daughter? Yeah. Like she might have been a beard for Tom Cruise, right? I I don't know that. I'm not going to accuse. And if she is, so what? I mean, people make decisions. Let's go to Chucky in the car. Chucky, ask Mark anything. What up? What up? Multiple choice. Stormy Daniels, Karen McDougal, Aubrey O'Bray. Where are you going? I have no idea what you're talking about. 
I've had two of the three, but I, I was. Oh, good for you. Day. Good, good for you. Now you and Ike Taylor get together and do a duet. Let's go to Gatsby in Fox Chapel. Gatsby, uh, ask Mark anything. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. Hey, uh, you're my number one source for hockey, but also for film recommendations. Um, in the horror, H-O-R-O-R genre, what do you recommend, and what's your take on Poltergeist 2? I never saw Poltergeist 2. Poltergeist 1 was pretty good. Uh, the best horror movie ever, though. It's not even close. Exorcist. Got it. Thank you. Absolutely the best horror movie ever. In fact, I still have trouble watching The Exorcist. It's that scary. Let's go to uh, Sean in North Hill. Sean, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Um, the other day, you started out saying about WWE, and then the music went up, and you never said another word about it. Well, what I was going to say was, let's go to Bill and Cranberry. Bill, ask Mark anything. How are you doing? Great. Hey, uh, talking, you're talking about uh, Doug Hurts and every old-time radio guys. Did you ever spend much time listening to Jay Thomas's show? Because he was a great radio Oh, the guy who used to play Eddie LeBeck on Cheers? Yeah, yeah. I listened to him somewhat serious. I thought he was very good. Oh, he's very good, man. He's hilarious. Although, although he did what too many of them do on serious. He swore too much and was too vulgar because yeah, he could yeah. be. He fell into that, but he was a... He was a pretty uh, knowledgeable. He was pretty. I gotta be honest. I, I gotta be honest. Not to go off off uh, on a tangent here. I was I listened to Stern a lot recently. No one has ever been more hypocritical in the history of the media. Here's a guy he campaigns for you know uh, the 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 dog ponds and animal rescue and women's rights. He's big on women's rights, but the next thing you know, there's a stripper in there and he's talking about her fake boobs. You know, can you really campaign for women's rights and go in that direction? And the only people he makes fun of are fat people. Like, he has Gary the slow adult and Wendy the slow adult. I guess it's Gary the conqueror now. But, like, he still abuses them. He treats them like animals. Like, they did the thing with Gary the conqueror, who's, you know, a slow adult. And they rigged up a studio to look like the moon and told him he landed on the moon. Isn't that something you don't do if you're sensitive to, to mentally challenged people? I don't know. I just... I respect Howard because he's a radio pioneer and he makes more money than anybody. He should go home. It's finally reached the point. I've listened to him like three times this week. He's a great long-form interviewer. Otherwise, he should go home. 105.9 X. It's the X at 105.9 Hockey Night Show with your host, Mark Madden. Brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. On your home for the best Pens coverage and the best hockey talk. 105.9 The X. It is the best hockey talk right here on the Hockey Night Show. we got Jason Mackey, the post in just a few minutes. Pens and Devils tonight. I had a fish sandwich from Woolies to get ready for it. They were so good. Thanks to Woolies for dropping them off today here at the 105.9 X Studios. Penguins have lost twice to Devils this year. The Devils were fast before the trade deadline. Then they got Michael Grabner. Now they're all the faster. Grabner only has two goals in 12 games since joining New Jersey, but to catch the Penguins metaphorically, you've got to catch them literally. And the Devils can really skate with the Penguins. Taylor Hall, he's no Crosby, but he's a star who succeeds and gets his numbers and does his thing at full speed all the time. 
That's how to try to match up against the Penguins. I'm not sure the Devils could do it in a playoff series. But one game now and again here and there, they've done a real good job. 2-0 this year against the Penguins. You got Kincaid in one goal. You got Murray in the other. You got the Penguins coming off a kind of wobbly win after losing a terrible game the night before. The Penguins didn't want the playoffs to start. They don't start tonight, but tonight's game, because it's so important for the Devils to win, it's going to have a big game feel. Up next, we talk to Jason Mackey. It's the Hockey Night Show, 105.9.